Ladies and gentlemen, this is the voice of TBT, Bob Rathbun, welcoming you to another edition of Inside TBT. Here are your hosts, Andrew and Joey. Welcome back to Inside TBT. We have an awesome episode for you guys today. Two guys who are, well, one's not even graduated yet. Two guys fresh off their final season of college basketball. Chris likes Azar Swain. They're playing TBT and they're fired up. We also talk about some big signings before we get to everything. Joey, these two interviews, I mean, crazy the parallels, but also the differences. Yeah, what's hilarious to me is that, you know, back-to-back interviews, youngest guys we've ever interviewed. You know, like, it's not every day that the TBT has 22-year-old kids. I mean, Chris Likes is a little bit older because he he transferred and stuff. But, like, fresh out of graduation to the TBT courts is really, really cool. I think that that's something we talked about. But, like, it's really cool to see guys that graduate and want to play in TBT because they know it's great for their basketball career. It's really, really cool. Absolutely. Again, those were those were really great interviews. We're going to get to them. But first, we got to talk about signings from signing day because they were absolutely crazy, exceeded expectations. We leaked some of them, but then, you know, some teams dropped some surprises on us, too. The biggest one by far we'll get to right away, which, you know, if you're listening, you know what that is. But Joey, what were your just overall takeaways from signing day? Really the first time TBT did an all-in, you know, signing day like this. Yeah, that's that's exactly what I was going to say. You know, it was the first time where TBT tried to do some sort of, you know, replication of signing day for college football or basketball. You know, it's an exciting day where people are making their commitments on ESPN. They're choosing between the hats. Like, we know because we're behind the scenes and we just follow TBT closer than everybody else that there are a lot of these guys that – Maybe they weren't going to play. Maybe they were going to play somewhere else. Maybe they were getting a little bit of this, a little dinero to go play somewhere else, and they turned it down or whatever. So we know that people were making decisions, right, to the outsiders. You know, when Aaron Kraft would have decided that he's playing for Ohio State, like no one would have been like, okay, okay, great. But a lot of these guys, and guys we'll get to, um, were deciding whether or not to play. So the fact that they decided and announced that they're playing – was awesome. So I just think it's really cool to, to start this predecessor for TBT. And then eventually, hopefully fingers crossed one day, these guys will be on ESPN making these decisions saying, Hey, this is who I'm playing for yeah. in TBT or Hey, this is I'm playing in TBT. I'm announcing that I'm actually going to suit up. So I think it's awesome. It's a great start for what will be a cool tradition. Yeah. And we'll all be on ESPN doing it. They'll be announcing on our show on ESPN, exactly. but you kind of nailed it. So there's three different types of signing day commitments. There's guys who are returning, you know, re-signing. There's transfers, guys who have played last year or years before and switched teams. And then the last one is, like you said, you know, new guys, whether that's guys who are finally playing for their alumni team or former NBA guys that are getting onto teams. And we put together a list of the top 10 of those guys. But the first one we're going to talk about who's not on the list is Mike Dom going to sideline cancer. I mean, talk about a team that you and I have been saying is one guy away from like being the favorite if they're not already the favorite. And they sign like who we have been saying is the best player in TBT. You know, John Elmore's fantastic. you got former NBA guys on the cheaters and, and Florida TNT, but like 
this is that dude. Yeah, I we joked about it. Like we were like, Mike, you should go play for Herb that. Mike, you should play for sideline cancer. My this, this, that. Like, you know, and it's just wild because we throw out these random things all the time and they never stick, right? I mean, they never stick. But this time we were actually kind of right. We were like, dang, like if Mike Dom went to sideline cancer, they'd be really stinking good. And yeah. here we are. He's signing with sideline cancer. It's, you know, obviously we're not supposed to have favorites, right? I mean, like, but we do. Sideline cancer has always been one of our favorites ever since we had all those dudes on and Marcus King's the first guy we've ever interviewed and blah, blah, blah. So like, we like those dudes and now we're excited to root for them again. It, it's great. I mean, Mike Dom is a missing piece to any team. But Wait, I got to tell you fake news, Ryan, Mike sell first guy we ever interviewed. Oh, whoops. All right. Second Keen's up there though. Um, but, but yeah, I mean, it's just, it, it's, it, it's cool, man. Like it, it's going to be really fun to, to have this team with guys that are, Every year they get more and more relevant names that household names that guys know. So it's exciting. Mike is unbelievable too. Like he's just, he's coming off an, a great pro year where he was wearing a mask and stuff. And it's gonna still be going on. I talked to him today. They're still in the playoffs. Right. They, right. He'll be, he will be coming off a great pro. Yeah. It, it, <laughs> it's very fun. It's, it's awesome. Yeah. So, I mean, it's too hard to speculate and say like favorite this favorite that, um, but sideline cancer picked up another few guys and they're going to continue to get guys probably all the way until, you know, like mid July or however it works, but however it works, like we should, we should know that, but, (laughs) but other big names that we need to talk about. Number one, our top 10 signing day commitments, you know, Dom's definitely in the top three. If, if he signed on signing day, but Scoochie Smith, I mean, finally for Dayton, they, you said Aaron Kraft announcing Ohio state or so this would be like, like, actually, I guess everyone's played for Carver's crew. Like, they have been waiting and begging Scoochie Smith to play on this team, and he's finally there. Makes sense the year that he does it, regional in Dayton and potential championship and, and championship weekend in Dayton. So, Scoochie Smith, Joe, what do you think of that? Yeah, I mean, when you think of Dayton basketball, there's a few names that come to mind. First is probably Obi Toppin, you know, National Player of the Year. But second is probably Scoochie Smith. Like, it's it's crazy. I, I've, obviously, he instantly jumps to the top of best names in, in the entire tournament. Um, but, yeah, it's just a long time coming. Dayton fans are going to be they're – the, they're arguably the best TBT fan base that we have. Um, hosting a regional, like you said, hosting the championship in this year and years past uh, – I, I, it's very exciting. Dayton team that's really, really solid already. And, and we're not going to talk about the teams because like, we just don't know. Right, so much but, will change. Yeah. So much will change, but like Scoochie Smith in Scoochie Smith instantly becomes one of those awesome, awesome guys that not only is great for TBT fans to get excited, but specifically Dayton fans, something that, that'll make them very excited about this year. Sticking in the theme of playing in the, you know, the home arena, Omaha Blue Crew adding Justin Patton, you know, the Creighton alum coming home. This is a former first round pick. Like this is just another guy. Like this is a huge, not just Omaha Blue Crew edition. This is a big TBT edition. Yeah. I mean, like he is one of the best guys talent wise in the TBT. He's young. He's our age, Andrew. Like he is young. I can't, you know, he was roommates with Drew Casey. I don't know if you know Drew Casey. I do. But uh, Drew, I played AU with Drew. Drew went to Creighton as a freshman. He roomed with Justin Patton. They both redshirted together. And then they and then Justin Patton turned into an NBA lottery pick and Drew transferred to, to Illinois. The rest is history. But like I've been following Justin Patton because Drew was his roommate for six years or whatever now. You know what I mean? So 
it's pretty remarkable that that this guy at this talent level is going to be playing in TBT. It's awesome for TBT, like you said. And he's a guy that should and probably will dominate, which is great. Yeah. I mean, I wasn't in the room when Omaha Blue Crew was recruiting him. But you got to think they were like, here's the 20 guys from TBT last year that played 10 or more games in the NBA this year. Like, this is your this is your ticket back to the NBA. Like that can't be overstated the amount of guys that played in the NBA, you know, from last year. And even before that, there's a bunch of guys that played in TBT and now are playing in NBA. So, I mean, once Scott Anderson was on a, on a, on a TBT team, but this is a great opportunity for a guy like Justin Patton. Next one, Wes Clark won't spend too much time on a guy that, you know, re-signed like we were talking about, but he was awesome last year, got hurt which is part of the reason why uh, Blue Collar U lost in the Final Four, but huge name coming back. They also announced Nick Perkins today. Um, you know, Wes Clark, big sign, Mr. Elam ending. There's like 30 of those guys now, but he's definitely in the top three. I feel like we don't need to spend too much time on him because, you know, if you watched TBT last year, he's awesome. And if you didn't, get excited. Yeah, he's a big. He was a big what if last year. If he's healthy, does does blue collar you make it to the championship? You know, big right. what ifs. It's exciting to have him back. Selfishly, we like him a lot. Also, yeah. yeah, former guest of the show. Yeah. All right, moving on. Number four, James Ennis. Yes, that James Ennis. We tweeted that. Had his fair share of NBA highlights. You know, bounced around some teams, bounced around some other teams and leagues. Like this is like what I think of when I think of former NBA guys. You know, like James Ennis should be in TBT. This should be like a, a call to the James Ennis's of the world. Like, come be on this TBT team. We don't know if Derek Williams and Terrence Jones will be back for LA Cheaters. But if they are, I mean, how good is that big three on the yeah. LA Cheaters? Yeah, I mean, the LA Cheaters are like a f- reverse farm system for NBA guys now. You know what I mean? Like, they <laughs> – they, they reach they reach the NBA, they fizzle out, and come to TBT in hopes of getting back to the NBA. Um, James Ennis is one of those guys that's like, did he play for the Miami Heat? Oh, yeah, he did play. Did he play for the Clippers? Oh, yeah, he did play. Did he play for – like? He, You're, like the answer's probably yes. Right, which is unbelievable. So it's nice that he's adding TBT to the list. He's, he's an exciting guy. He's a guy that will be playing basketball competitively until he can't walk. It just That's the type of guy he seems like. Yep. All right. Coming in number five, we got TJ Klein, Richmond, the web, back in TBT before our time as not just uh, not just uh, podcasters for TBT, but before our time of podcasters at all, the web was in TBT. TJ Klein, what, what are we thinking, Joe? What a name, the web. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see, you know, really what comes to mind. Fresh off the upset over Iowa where me and Andrew, we both thought Iowa was the national champs. Might as well crown them before the tournament even started. So fresh off the upset of Iowa, we'll see if Richmond can kind of ride that wave with TJ Klein uh, at, the, at being the head of the snake and see if they can make some upsets in TBT. Yeah. All right. Daniel Ochifu, Marcus Hall, Justin Toyo, all committed to hard fire. Uh, Toyo from the Buccaneers. We know that Hardfire and Team 23 combined. But we got number six on our list. Raphael Putney sticking around. We heard some rumors with some other teams with him. We talked to him. He seems committed to, you know, Hardfire 23. But, like, this is – this is Joey, you know, this is one of my favorite players in TBT. Yeah. Like, I, I hype Putney up whenever I get the chance. He is hilarious. Like, it might be – 
accidentally hilarious, but he's a funny dude. He's just got that like body where you're like, that is a basketball player. <laughs> like, I mean, first of all, if you don't know him, like he's one of the best players in the G league in the history of the G league, most blocks ever. Right. He, he is an unbelievable basketball player. He's like one of the guys that's like your favorite player's favorite player. You know, um, I'm a big fan of his. He made Andrew put me on to Putney and then Putney made me a believer for sure. Um, he had one of the best runs in the TBT last year. And he's a guy you don't want to lose. If you're a, if you're a championship caliber team, like Heartfire is where, you know, they went, the bulk of that team will have championship experience playing in final four championship games in TBT. So it's good to have him back. We love him. Yeah. And, and that's a good squad already. Putney was a guy last year where like the way he moves and how tall he is, he just makes such an, like a sneaky impact. Like you look up and it's like the Elam ending and he's got like 15, eight and eight and eight of them are blocks. I know, it's like, crazy. He just literally stuffs the stat sheet. He, he, he gets it done. There's some moments where you're like, is this guy, what, what's the deal? Is he interested? Is he not interested? And then he gets four blocks in a row and you're like, all right, he's interested. Yeah. So it's done. moving on to number seven, we got Antonio Blakeney. Joey, you want to tell everyone why he's not number two? Well, <laughs> because we don't know if he's going to end up playing or not. I mean, yeah. like, it's the second uh, year in a row. We're like all hype about Blakeney. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, like, let's just put it this. We're a couple Chicago Bulls fans. We watched him score a 1,000 points a night when he had that stretch for the Bulls. Luckily, you don't have to play, like, the hardest defense ever in the TBT, I guess. I mean, like, if you want to win, you do, but, like, you don't have to. And he's on a team where they got a bunch of dudes and they got, a you know, final four under their belt in Florida TNT. But, like, until we have Antonio Blakeney on this show or get to interview him and he and it's because he's playing in the TBT – we don't need to spend a lot of time on him. We'll see. I say, I say until he's in a post-game interview. That's what I'm saying. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. All right. So Blakey, number seven, can, can fill it up. Number eight for the Buccaneers, ETSU alumni, Jalen Riley. I mean, the reason this is such a big addition is because they lost, you know, Justin Toyo, who is their leading rebounder, um, leading field goal guy, I think percentage wise second leading score these are all stats that i read on twitter yesterday i'm not like a, a etsu buccaneers historian by any means but like you need to you need to add more when you lose your second leading score and that's what they're doing with Jalen riley etsu's a team buccaneers like they're not gonna be 14 seed next year or whatever they were last year yeah sneaky good team i think that really the bottom line is anytime you can get a guy that's recognized as one of the best that's ever played at your school to get to come and play in Jalen Riley. Like that's a big deal. It's a big yeah. deal. Not only because like, obviously makes the team better, but also shows in future years for guys that are younger or older who haven't thought about playing or not yet to see a guy like him commit is a big deal. All right. Jay Sean page, number nine, best Virginia. Another guy that, you know, there's been rumblings about playing was on the roster last year. Couldn't play. Oh no, that was a different team. Sorry. That was uh, Wichita State I was thinking of. But Jay Sean Page, the guy they've been trying to get. Last year they had some guys who were on the roster, on the bench, did not play. Jay Sean Page we expect to be on the court and playing and making a difference. I think we both feel the same way. We got to get to herd that best Virginia matchup this year. Yeah, we need it. I I think like Jay Sean Page is one of those guys that, that were a little bit younger than him. 
We grew up watching those West Virginia teams. It'll be very cool to see a guy like him that we saw make runs in the NCAA tournament and make big shots and be a part of great teams to play in the TBT. Talk about head of a snake. I mean, this dude is awesome, and he's going to be, you know, the way they play defense and the way they play offense, he's just such a, obviously, a perfect fit for them. Um, but it all leads back to will they play heard that, and, and that's what we really, really want. So we shall yeah. see. Um, this is not to be rude, but I am surprised that Javon Carter is not in TBT yet. I, I did not think he would be he ain't playing at TBT because he's got a home in the NBA. That dude's he's a he's a player. I, I'm I'm I guess pleasantly surprised. I'm not like a big West Virginia fan, so I guess I didn't really care how his career turned out per se. But like I mean, him and Campaign, who of course last year were both on the same team in the in the NBA and the Suns, like I, I good for him. Maybe we'll see him in TBT one day, but he's got no he hopes never. If you would have told me one of these two guys was going to be in the TBT campaign or Javon Carter, I would have said campaign 10 times out of 10 times. But look at him now. Unbelievable. All right. And number 10, Azair Swain, the nerd team. The best logo in TBT? The nerd team with the TNT little exploding head? And a great name in general. All right. Azair Swain coming from Yale. Played in March Madness this year. Played against NBA dudes on Purdue, Jaden Ivey, um, others. And, <laughs> and I mean, I don't want to say anything that in a few months they're going to be like, what do you mean there was an NBA guy? But, like, I think we're, we're at the point where maybe the second best players in the world are overseas. But, like, these dudes that are getting drafted in the top ten are real good. So this guy has the experience needed to, you know, contribute in TBT. Yeah, for me, what it you know what it boils down to is like the more guys that TBT can get, like Mr. Swain here, that are fresh out of school, like Chris likes, that are fresh off the NCAA tournament, and not only just playing in the NCAA tournament, but like being stars in the NCAA tournament and contributing on really good teams in the NCAA tournament. I think that that is really really cool. Whether that means it it makes these guys get NBA contracts or better deals overseas or whatever it is. The more it shows these young 21, 22, 23-year-old guys coming out of school, the better, right? We want these guys to play in TBT. We want them to get NBA contracts from it, get more notice from it, just have these names that are like, fresh off the Elite Eight joining the Kentucky team is this guy. Fresh off of their sweet first Sweet 16 in the school's history, this guy is playing for this team, you know, like, Stuff yep. like that. We're going to see more and more stars and younger guys play, and it's going to be great. And it's really, really exciting. So he's yep. an awesome addition. Again, all, a lot of these guys are not only awesome additions to their team, but they're also additions to the TBT. Like the TBT is, is out here trying to make a name for ourselves each and every day that we do something, whether it's showcasing that we have great talent, showcasing that guys want to play, whatever the case may be. These guys that, you know, all, all of the guys that we listed – are on board with what the TBT is selling, which is pretty cool. Yeah, I got a few more that I want to point out not on our list. First one is AJ Slaughter, back with Everline. He was one of our favorite interviews last year, and we didn't get to chat and hang with him in in Dayton, which stunk, so hopefully we get to this year. But AJ Slaughter, another guy, a few guys actually, the money team re-signed Jordan Crawford, Xavier Mumford, and Charles Jenkins, Floyd Mayweather's team, a team that doesn't get a ton of love, you know, on social media, because there's no, you know, alumni connection, but like 
guys who just want to win every year. They beat Carmen's crew last year. Munford, yeah. Munford hit that Elam ender. Crawford just has the biggest chip in the, in the world on his shoulder. The chip's literally bigger than him. That's on his shoulder. I've, I need, I need a lead better interview. Like I need air to bring. Dude, I had a dream about lead better the other day. It was the weird, it was the weirdest thing. Weird. Oh. But yeah. he, I, dream. I think I, I follow him on Instagram and I don't follow that many people because my new account, like I just keep seeing him pop up. But the last one is we have a new enemy. All right. Eric Demers, Demars, Demers. All right. We know you're good. We think you're great. You didn't sign on signing day, which is why you weren't in the top 10. He commented, LOL, like as if we like, we, we stuffed them. We didn't, we didn't, we didn't give him the nod. You just got to sign on signing day, man. We are Come deep. On the podcast, Eric. Come on, man. Like, yeah, we'll get him. We'll get him. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty simple that if you come on the show, you definitely will vault into every ranking we ever do. But, like, you think we have control over the – we we just listen to to the people in, in charge of us, okay? Yeah, we make the list and we do that, but, like, some people just aren't eligible for the list. You weren't eligible, so we're sorry. Hey, but, Mike Dom, who we say is the best player in TBT – and we've been proved wrong about that a few times, but you know, we're still going to say that him and Keen and Ott are the three best, best <laughs> in the MVP. but he's not on our list because he didn't sign on signing day. Yeah. There you go. Honorable mention, Eric. Congratulations. It's the honorable. We'll send you your plaque is in the mail. Yeah. Ooh, I can't wait until we have the regionals and we can do the top 10 players in each region and people get pissed. Oh, that's the best. Can't wait. We're close. I like, I like can smell TBT. I can smell the the. I can smell the. I can China Max. I can smell China Max. We're coming. I, as God is a, our witness to this podcast, we got to get a damn China Max sponsorship because we are. <laughs> we have to do a live show <laughs> from, from the live show from China Max. Oh my God! I, Andrew, you're not even gonna. Be, oh, my wallet's not in here. I have a receipt saved. From China Max in my wallet. Oh, just the reviews for China Max. You guys might not know what we're talking about. There's a restaurant in Charleston Mall, China Max. Charleston, West Virginia. We were there for, Andrew's there for five, six days. I was there for four days. I had it five times. Remember I said to you, Joey, I'm like, dude, I'm telling you, this, this Chinese food at the mall is the best Chinese food I've ever had in my whole life. And you didn't believe me. You had one bite of the chicken. Oh, what was the chicken called? I mean, probably teriyaki chicken. We no, had it wasn't ter- It was. They gave us a bucket. But then remember the the. <laughs> <laughs> remember the place next door was Hawaiian and had the same exact the chicken. Food. Oh my god! Uh, I gotta find what kind of chicken it was. You know what? Oh. I'm I'm looking it up right now. Everyone can listen to this. China Max, Charleston, West Virginia. Um, some people loved it. Some people hated it. China Max, Charleston, West Virginia, the town center. All right. I got it right here. The reviews. Wow. The reviews are unbelievable. <laughs> no shit. Oh. All right. Is this the menu right here? This is some good podcast content right now. I'll tell you that. All right. I can't find the menu, but I'll remember the name of the chicken. Was it the honey chicken? Sure. Sounds right. It might, it might've been the teriyaki chicken. We'll know when we see it. Oh, I can't wait. We'll post, we'll post it. All right. 
this was a great this is this was a great episode you know we'll get to our interviews right now more commitments coming soon i'm sure and uh talk to you soon get to the interviews all right join us now on inside tbt chris likes who will be playing for category five this summer chris welcome to the show uh, thank you guys for having me, man. I appreciate it. Chris, I think, Andrew, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, I think you're the youngest guest we've ever had on the show. There's not, <laughs> many, there's not many guys, and we're two, a couple of young guys, too. Like, we just yeah. damn graduated also, but, like, we, we've we never had a guy fresh out of school right on the show like this, so it's excited to have you, man. What do you know about the TBT? Obviously, you're fresh out of school. You just played an NCAA tournament. What do you know yeah, about the um... Normally, just when I was home, uh, kind of before I left college, I used to see it a little bit. Um, and then even to this day, yeah, like in the summertime, like I watch it a little bit. So I've seen um, a couple games and, you know, it'd definitely be cool to, you know, play in that. So. so, you know, for anyone who doesn't know you as a player, which would be crazy if they don't, you know, had a career at Miami, grad transfer, extra year to Arkansas. So my question, did Team Arkansas for TBT give you a call? Oh, uh, no, nah, it was actually Miami. Miami was first, so uh, once I once I got the call from there, I thought it would just be cool, you know, to be able to play um, with some, some older guys that I know. I think it's always interesting to me, Chris, like, you know, you've played for two awesome schools, right? And I know you love them in different ways. How do you feel as like, you know, you know, the U is the team that gave you a chance out of school, right? But then Arkansas is where you finished and – and obviously, I'm sure there's a lot of love there as well. Where, where, where's your allegiance? Like, where? How do you feel? Who are you gonna root for from now on? I'm very yeah. about that. Um, that recently just hit me. Um, probably like last week. I was like, nah, I kind of, uh, you know, I'm affiliated with both schools, and you know, it's no, it's no bad blood between either one. So I don't know who, who I'm pick. I guess someone just had to, you know, root for both of them. You know, Arkansas taught me a lot. You know, in this one year span. So. Um, and then Miami was, you know, the, the school that gave me a chance out of high school. So it's, it's definitely, um, you know, two schools that I'll, I'll probably be representing. So so tomorrow, if they play in the NCAA championship, who are you rooting oh. for? <laughs> um, <laughs> damn, why <laughs> you put me on the spot? Yeah, like that's that. tough. That's tough. I nah, I just want to see a good game. That's all. You'd be wearing a hat that just has the NCAA logo on it. So yeah. Just, <laughs> totally yeah. unbiased. Chris, have Not you yet. talked to any of your, uh, you know, four Miami teammates like McGusty or Wardenberg, any of those guys about, about playing with you on category five this year, reuniting the team? Uh-huh. Um, no, I keep in touch with those guys, but I haven't, I haven't asked them about, um, you know, joining up. I might as well, though, you know, kind of see what they're doing this summer. And then, uh, yeah, I'll go ahead and make a little roster. Obviously, like you said, you've watched TBT. You know, clearly you just love basketball, and that's why you're playing it. What are you excited most about? You know, before we got on and we were just chatting before we started recording, you mentioned, like, in the summertime, like, you just work mm-hmm. on your game and, like, that's it. You know, you don't play yeah. a pickup. You don't – like, what are you most excited for about – it doesn't even matter. Miami, throw it out the window. TBT, just specifically just getting to play some basketball in the summer. What, what excites you about that most? Um, definitely getting a chance to play against some of the, the guys that I grew up watching. Um, 
you know, I know it's a, it's a lot of a lot of guys that's you know played and had lengthy careers. So, um, you know, you grow up wanting a chance, the opportunity, uh, get a, a chance to play against those guys. So yeah, that's definitely what I'm looking forward to most. So uh, we only got a few more questions for you. My question for you, though, right now is the last few years we've seen guys parlay TBT into NBA contracts, summer league deals, you know, more money for more money for overseas deals. Are you looking to improve your, you know, next step in basketball stock by way of TBT? Uh, I mean, always, you know, when you, when you get a chance to, you know, play in front of a lot of people like that, playing a, in a tournament such as the, the TBT, you know, it gives you a chance of exposure and you want to put your best foot out there. So, um, you know, that's what I'm looking forward to. And hopefully I can make that happen. Chris, assuming Category 5 goes and wins a couple games in the tournament, there's a guy that you're going to be compared to every time you step out on the court. And I'm curious uh, what you know about him. Uh, a man by the name of Marcus Keene, uh, yeah. small, small guy, gets buckets, scored a ton in college. Similar game to you. W- what do you know about Marcus? Um, basically what you just said, you know, similar similar prototype to me. Um, and, you know, you grew up watching those guys as well, too. Uh, especially me. I used to watch a lot of guys just to kind of take bits and pieces of their game that I thought would fit well with mine. So, yeah. Um, no, definitely getting a, a chance to match up with him would be, you know, super cool and exciting. I think uh, the most important question we've asked all day, you just went through a drive through All right. What <laughs> what restaurant did you get and what did you order? And this will tell the listeners a lot about who you are as a as a person. Okay. Uh, I went to Chick-fil-A. I just got a spicy chicken sandwich meal with a large fry. Um I try to lay off the sweets a little bit, but it's, it's all season, so I might cheat here and there. I got a cookies and cream milkshake. It's probably my last one for a while, so. But, uh, I can't believe – we didn't hear you order. You just pulled up. Nah, yeah, yeah, I had ordered kind of before I got on, uh, and I was just, yeah, in the drive-thru. Oh, that's amazing. All right, so at least Chick-fil-A, we can, we can do Chick-fil-A. If you told us you were in, like, a Burger King line or whatever. No, yeah, that would, no, that would have been bad for the listeners, for sure. Yeah, no, no, absolutely. All right, you mentioned some other dudes, and we're just curious, you know, Chris, because, like, you know, you've been you've been hearing it your whole, your whole life, right? You're, you're a little guy. You're a small guard. Who are some of the guys you looked up to growing up, modeled your game after? Mm-hmm. Um, it definitely started with Alan Iverson. Um, I think that's, you know, the same for, for a lot of guards. Um, but like I was saying earlier, like I kind of just took away from, you know, a lot of people's games that I found like was cool and something I wanted to go try. So uh, Isaiah Thomas, Chris Paul, um, John Wall, Kyrie Irving, uh, even John now, like it's, it's always um, like bits and pieces of guys' games and I, I try to, you know, emulate a little bit and add it to my game. So. Um, it's been guards, you know, across the line. So, um, but it definitely started with Allen Irish. Uh, I think that was the first one. All right, my last, my last question for you. This is kind of, uh, kind of out of nowhere. So, if you were in a competition and you and one other person had to finish an extra large pizza, all right, you pick between these two people. All right, Coach Muss or Coach Larinaga, who's helping you finish that pizza? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Coach Mustard probably helped me finish the pizza. I, Coach L, he wants a uh, Coke 
and some from McDonald's. <laughs> Very from McDonald's. So I don't know how you do with the pizza. So I'm gonna go with Coach Mills. All right, Chris. My last question, then we'll let you go eat. Um, we end, and we know you're big fans of this show. Like you, you listen to every episode. You know all the guys we've had on. Like you know this already. But for the listeners that may not know, we end every interview um, by giving you the floor and spinning the tables on you to allow you to interview us for a second, ask any questions that you have that you've been dying to ask us. Uh, it could be about TBT. It could be about Chick Fil A. It could be about anything. <laughs> it's totally up to you. It's your show now. Go ahead. Feel free to ask away. Okay. So you said you guys were young. Like, how, how old are you guys? Uh, that's not the, wait, hold on, hold on. That's not the question, right? That's the lead up to your next question? That's the lead up. Yeah, that's the lead up to the question. We, we graduated in 19, in 2019. Okay. Um, did y'all go to the same school? No, different colleges. Okay. Different colleges. Joey, Joey played basketball at Ohio State, and I – was a regular full-time student at University of Missouri. So we're kind of rivals, not really though. Okay. Okay. Um what would be a way like so y'all running TVT, right? What would be a way to y'all like in the near future see ourselves like expanding more? Good question. Yeah. Yeah, I mean uh is he frozen? No, I'm here. I'm good. I'm good. I'll tell you this. Sorry. You'll learn this summer. TBT's all over ESPN. We wouldn't mind if ESPN came calling to bring us, you know, to do the March Madness podcast or CBS. Yeah. So that, that's a way we could grow. So we'll, we'll leave it with this. If you have big games in TBT and keep coming on our show and giving us good interviews and fun interviews like this, then we're both going to keep going higher and higher. How's that sound? That sounds like a good deal. Sounds like a good deal. Yeah, I, I would agree. Like, I think the next step for us, and like you know, Seth Greenberg, who's on ESPN, like that's our guy, and Fran Fischel, yeah. all the guys who do the who do the the games on ESPN. Like, we need to be like silly sideline reporters. So, <laughs> like, that's what we need to be uh, asking. I think it is, it is time for that. I think you know, watching the games and stuff. Um, I think it is you know time for. Did I go out? I'm sorry. You're good. You're good. You're back. It's time for some like reporters, you know, that kind of make you know the game like interesting, you know, off the court a little bit. So, you mean um, you, you mean you've never been asked that pizza question before? Nah, ne never that one. Never that one. I thought that was a good question. Chris, before we let you go, you gotta tell everyone your Twitter because it's my favorite Twitter name of anyone ever. <laughs> All right, it's uh, I am underscore and it's likes that it uses my name basically saying i'm like that um, <laughs> my high school friend he, he he gave it to me um and i thought it was pretty cool so i just stuck with it so are you more i have a question last question are you mm -hmm. more like that or are you more him which one are you are you him or are you like that i'm gonna I'm stick with when i'm like that but i'm also him though i just you feel me like <laughs> follow-up question who is the most him guy in the NBA right now? Who's the most him? The most him guy. I have an um, answer. Most him guy right now. I it might be Ja, really. That's what I, I think yeah. it's Ja it, too. It really might be Ja. It's just cause like I've never seen nobody just like in the paint like the whole game like that. This this um, is what I think. You know, people are always like, yo, Andrew and Joey, like they they are that. They are th them podcasters. That's how we, <laughs> we are them. We are them. 
No, yeah, that, you make that's hard. Yeah. No, yeah. That was cool for sure. <laughs> All right. Chris likes. This was great. Playing for Category 5 this summer. He is likes that. Give him a follow. Yes, sir. We'll, we'll catch up with you this summer. I appreciate it. Uh, thank you for having me. Yeah, absolutely, Chris. Take care, man. We'll talk to you soon. All right. All right, join us now on Inside TBT. Taking a break from studying for finals, Azar Swain is playing for the Nerd Team. Welcome to the show. Yeah, I appreciate you guys having me. Thank you. Absolutely, man. This is this is exciting. You know, we you're joined this episode by another young guy, fresh out of school, Chris Likes. Um, I I don't know how much you know about TBT. Obviously, you haven't played it in the past. You know. We want to just start this off by saying, what do you know about TBT? How familiar are you with the tournament? Yeah, I've watched it, um, you know, the past couple of summers. I'm a basketball junkie, so um, it, it, I, I know my basketball Rolodex of people uh, is, is pretty pretty wide. So I follow the TBT pretty closely. Um, uh, yeah, any anytime it's on in the summer, I'm usually watching it. So did you reach out to the nerd team or did they reach out to you? <laughs> Uh, they reached out to me. Um, I had a kind of like a friend of a friend situation where, um, you know, the guy in charge of it, he, he's close friends with my high school basketball coach, um, Keith Zalaski. So, uh, me and him are like, are like family. So it was, it was really like a no brainer kind of. That, that's awesome. And I know we mentioned it right when we started, um, there are few guys ever to come straight out of school and play in the TBT. Um, it's a rare thing. It's something the basketball tournament wants to happen often because like we'll talk about uh, coming up here, it's really good, obviously, exposure, whether you want to play in the NBA, whether you want to play overseas, whether you want to increase your stock, whatever the case may be. What what the decision obviously was pretty straightforward for you. Um, how, how easy was it to say, you know what, the TBT this year, even though I'm young, even though I haven't been a quote unquote pro yet, how easy was the decision to play in the tournament? Yeah, it, like I said, man, it, it was a no-brainer. And, and you know, just kind of like the recruitment was easy. And also, I mean, this this is another chance for me to to give back, in a sense, to, to Yale and the Ivy League. Um, that's been, like, my my highest goal, my Hall of Fame in life, um, to, to be a graduate here. Um, so anytime I can uh, represent Yale on, like, a national stage like that, um, you know, I'm definitely doing that because they changed my life. Joey mentioned it, not a lot of guys who go from college right to TBT. Not only that, you're going from March Madness right to TBT. So you got a little bit of experience coming off the game against Purdue. Do you think, you know, a matchup against Jaden Ivey and guys like that has you prepared for TBT? Yeah, definitely. I, I know that the, the TBT has a, a, a high level, um, high level players all throughout. And, you know, I've seen people, uh, you know, even even higher higher level people, you know, joining over the past year. Um, so, I, I mean, I, I played against high level competition my whole life. I played with high level competition my whole life. So, um, I mean, it, it's really just basketball to me. And and I feel like we have a we're building a good collection of guys where um, we're, we're going to be competitive in every game that we play. Obviously, the TBT is a very exciting time of the year. A lot of guys in the summer, maybe they're playing pickup, but they're really just working on their own game. That's something that that Chris likes talked up talked to us about a bunch. What is something that has you super excited about TBT? What are you most looking forward to about the game, the tournament, the players, whatever the case may be? Yeah, um, I mean, 
not just the exposure of it and getting, uh, the, you know, the opportunity to play against, you know, high level competition and, and meet those guys on a personal level. Um, you know, I'll, I'll also be playing with guys that I looked up to uh, in the Ivy League basketball growing up, guys that I, I may have played with, play against, played against. Um, so it's, it's a it's a special kind of feeling. It's a unique opportunity for me. Um, and uh, I mean, I mean, it's just a, it's just a great situation. All the pieces fit together, and and I think it'll be a great, a great, a uh, great move. So something that TBT likes to do, and we like to talk about it, is they kind of act like you know magicians behind the scenes. They can make matchups happen. You know, big name players against each other. My question is, if there was a Purdue team, which there is, versus the nerd team matchup in round one. Is that would that be something you would welcome, or you would not be happy about that? Um, as long as Zach Eady isn't playing, uh, <laughs> that, that's the only. Anybody as tall as that, they they can't play in it. Uh, but you know, any any matchup would be fun like that. Um, you know, I'm excited for the opportunity. It's 64 teams. You know, wide range of teams. So um, I'm sure we'll we'll be we'll be matched up with a, with a cool opponent. See, what's funny is you think Zach Eady, me and Andrew, at least me, um, I think Isaac Haas as the biggest dude <laughs> that I've ever seen. He's the biggest dude I've ever played against. He's the biggest dude I ever shook hands with, whatever the case may be. He's yeah. the same height as Zach Eady. He's maybe not as, as good. Like, they're both mm -hmm. incredibly skilled. But, like, yeah. Isaac Haas is huge, like, strong. Like, he's like a running back in a seven-foot-four yeah. body. So, just a heads <laughs> up there. Are there any other guys yeah. that you've seen over the past few years that you were like, yeah, I'd like my shot at him or I'd like my shot at this team? Nah, nah. You know, I don't, I don't really think like that personally. Um, you know, I, I feel like it's it's going to be a, you know, when the time is right, when the, when the games are set, it'll be cool to kind of, you know, break down the teams. But, you know, I don't have anybody, you know, I'm personally gunning for. That's not how I work. It's not Marcus Keane? <laughs> yeah, no. Nah. Okay. So you are, you are on the nerd team. All right. Yeah. And I consider myself a little bit of a nerd rocking my Marvel shirt right here. Dr. Strange coming out tonight. Question for <laughs> you though. What kind of nerdy things do you have besides playing with the nerd team and being at a, you know, incredibly smart school like Yale? Like what's something that Joey and I would be like, all right, that's a nerd right there. If you told us that it was one of your hobbies. <laughs> Man. Um, uh, that that's tough. Uh, I feel like I'm a pretty chill, laid back guy. Um, it, I guess in a sense, I play a ton of video games, um, and and really all sorts. And I have, uh, you know, through my years growing up, I was the only child, um, so I spent a lot of time play, uh, playing video games, <laughs> stuff like that. But uh, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm a I'm a, a normal guy. Everybody's just a person. <laughs> what, what do you what video games do you play? Because that's the nerdiest thing about me as well, for sure. Yeah. Um, I uh, see with, with me, I feel like it was a little unique. I played, uh, I played a lot of sports games. I would build the, you know, my own players and franchises and, you know, really play them out. Like I was, I was living it. So that, that was, that was a lot of my, my time spent growing up. Yeah. You're, you're like, all right, let me be a nerd, but not too much of a nerd. So cause I'm still <laughs> playing sports. When you played, yeah. when you played like 2k and stuff, would you make a, my player similar to yourself, like shorter point guard? Or were you like, all right, this is my chance to be like a, a seven. Heck no. Heck no. I was always like a six, eight wing, you know, do it all type of type of guy. <laughs> you know, it, it would really be pointless for me to make, 
uh, a guy a guy like like that in a game like that. So, uh, all right, what other? Let's see, we're 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 ripping nerd questions off, I guess now. So, <laughs> what what's your major? Wait, I, I got a nerd question after, but that's a good question. What's your major? Um, I'm an economics major. That's I would I literally gunned to my head. I would have guessed that. So. That, <laughs> That's nothing about you. I just feel like yeah. half the team are econ majors. Yeah, I feel like that's a that's a pretty common um, major in the Ivy League. I'm not sure why, especially it's at Yale. Not- that's like the closest thing they have to like finance. So right, you everybody can't be, takes it. You can't be a business major, right? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We have we. I have like Ivy like- League Ivy League econ is like you know, arts and science or communications at, at like a non-Ivy League. It's like, it's like when Greg Gooden <laughs> took basket weaving at Ohio State when he was like a rock and roll major. No way. Wait, so so my question, we say nerd as, as a joke, obviously. Like I literally have opening yeah. night Doctor Strange tickets. And the most anxiety <laughs> I've had in the last two years was when the Spider-Man uh, <laughs> tickets weren't working. So I'm obviously joking. But – like no, here's no, my we're deal. serious but like if I, if I was if i was about to be a professional basketball player i'm not yeah. taking my finals when i've already you know declared to the next stage of my my basketball life so i mean you gotta be a pretty good kid talk to us about why you feel it is important to take your finals yeah um like i said growing up man the Ivy League and, and being here at Yale was my my highest goal. You know, I never even dreamed past that, you know, truthfully growing up. Like, I always visioned that as, like, the highest level I could go. Um, so it's really a no-brainer. I'm, I'm trying to soak up all the time I can here with people here. Um, you know, I've been able to meet extraordinary people, not only in the basketball program, athletics department, but, you know, all throughout, throughout Yale. Um, so really, really trying to just soak up the time here, man. I got uh, – a few weeks left till graduation so um it's a, it's emotional for me you know what's the what's the parties to finals ratio for the next few weeks <laughs> oh man the the finals about to be done so we got a few weeks till graduation uh nah <laughs> i had a i had a friend at yale and this is this is funny because i think i'm right there's isn't there like a beach party that everybody goes to the beach for a full day or whatever like right after finals uh yeah, it, it might have transformed a little bit, but uh, there's a there's a trip that a lot of people take usually right after um, to Myrtle Beach. So uh, there there will be a lot of people down there. Are you taking that? <laughs> no, I can't. I can't do that. Oh. No, that. That's a little. That's a little much. <laughs> yeah, it's a little aggressive. Um, I know yeah. Andrew's dying me to ask you: Are you into the Marvel stuff? Are you into movies? Are you into superheroes? He's just begging for that topic to come up again. Yeah, uh, I, I feel like, you know, I wasn't, I never really, I never really gravitated towards it growing up. Like, you know, I didn't really watch wrestling. I didn't watch like Marvel. I didn't watch any, any sort of like, I didn't watch Star Wars. Like I didn't watch a, a bunch of stuff. Um, and that that's just like a product of, of my childhood kind of what I was doing on a day-to-day basis. Like, I mean, now I have a, I have a ton of friends who, you know, you know, I'm familiar with it, with the stuff and, you know, they've explained it to me and, and things of that nature. So. Yeah, I mean, I'm just a. <laughs> those interests are just just product of of my background, <laughs> just If we're in the same regional, hoop, man, I love it. You just hoop and go to school, and that's. If we're like, in the same <laughs> regional as you guys. I'm gonna like push you into a room and just make you watch the first three Star Wars movies. No, no. I, I 
I fall in the sure, same. I, I would do it. I would do it. I just <laughs> haven't had the time. That that seems like a such a time commitment to get like to start those type of things. It seems like a, a deep time commitment. That, that's you know. That's always been my problem too. Like that stuff's fine. Like I love the Marvel stuff. Like I've really gotten into it once I got to school. Like I had teammates that were taking me to to this movie and that movie as it came out. Like great, <laughs> yeah. but I couldn't get into it myself. And I love Marvel now. I'm in. But like I, Star Wars, like I. I, I don't have yeah. time for that. I don't. I <laughs> yeah, really, that, so. That's really been the hurdle for me is the time commitment to really dive into it. We'll, we'll let you uh, get back to studying. We're going to cut you some <laughs> slack here. We know you're not a huge fan of the show because you've been so busy with school, but you have to be now. But yeah. the way we end every episode, and you're a smart kid, yeah. so this should be easy for you. We flip the tables on you. We let you ask us the questions and become the interviewer. So with that, got any questions for us? Um, yeah. Uh, how, how many games do you think the nerd team will win this year? Ooh. I, I, I'm, sure, I'm sure you don't know the roster yet. That, that's fine. Yeah. I mean, like, we don't know the roster, really. We don't really know the team you're going to play. We don't know a regional. But, like, I'll say two. <laughs> Why not? How about two? two. Yeah, that, that, that's an understandable guess. Well, it's um, you and Brandon Sherrod are both playing, right? Those were the two announcements. Yeah. And then yeah. last year, John DiBartomello, who plays a very similar position as you. My favorite player ever. On the team. <laughs> and those three right there, if he's back. Like, the nerd team last year almost beat Buffalo in the first round. They were up like 20 at half. Yeah. Like something crazy. Yeah. So, yeah, I'll, so. I'll, say, I'll say one, maybe two. All right. Eight I appreciate it. <laughs> no, I like the one. The one's good. No. <laughs> I, I don't um, Man, I uh, I should have sure. If I knew that, I would have prepared some good I'll, ones for you guys. I'll stall a little Listen. bit. It, it doesn't have to be about TBT. It doesn't have to be about basketball. It could be about yeah. whatever you want it to. I mean, we're we're twenty five. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, so I'm oh, no, no, I'm curious. I'm curious. Who 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 are the best? Are both of you play basketball growing up or no? Yeah. Yeah. Who who are the best? Who are the best? Who are the best? I'm not sure. Uh, who no, no, who are no. the best best players you guys played against? If you can name one person, we probably have the same answer. Mm-hmm. I, I don't well, know. I don't think so. And not, not like, not like best player in terms of like, you know, long-term, like, you know, just what you think yeah. was like the craziest. Yeah. I mean, Andrew, I've got some better guys probably. Well, pre, pre, pre college. Just, just, just like whatever you, answer. whatever you think, like, you know, I have the, two, the best I have, player. You can go first, Andrew. I'll go next. Well, my answer pre college, I didn't play in college is, is Jalen Brunson is the best player wow. that I played wow. against. But like, I, Played against him in like a three-on-three tournament, or like I wasn't. Really, we won. Yeah, yeah. And I wasn't really in the I game we, at the same time as him. We played yeah. you in that. Yeah, the seventh grade one. Yeah, me, me Jalen, and Griffin Bame at Northwood. That's so funny. Yeah. We, beat, we beat Luke, David, and Iden. I think unless you yeah. played with Iden. Yeah, that was. The whole so answer. my answer, my answer is Jalen. That's yeah. a good answer. I mean, my answer could be Jalen too. We were, I, I was teammates with him growing up and stuff. Um, nice. And like, he's, he's been on it. We have a, a, a different show that like, that's how we got into TBTs from our other show. And like Jalen's come mm-hmm. on that and launched, like he's around, we're good buddies, whatever. But so that's an easy answer. I won't use that one. I got a few in high school. Yeah. The week, the weekend after Tyler Eulis committed to Kentucky, we played against him. Um, <laughs> and uh me and him knew each other a little bit growing up. We played against each other and he was, he was okay in the first half. And I, I, I kind of outplayed him, but like 
he wasn't trying, you know? Yeah. And then yeah. Uh, he ended up having 20 points in the second half and they won, um, beat our <laughs> high school team. So, and he just murdered me. Like I was, they had a mixtape yeah. of me like doing a full circle. Like, yeah, it's. Now tell, tell me this was the truth in high school. <laughs> oh my God. So that's yeah, the first right. guy that comes to mind. The other guy is college. Denzel Valentine, when he won the Naismith Player of the Year, was yep. the best. He was the best basketball player I had ever seen on a court. Like, even I played at Ohio State, and wow. Coach Mata came into the locker room after and was like, that's the best player. I've, he said in the, in the media after, he said, that's the best player I've played against since I've been coaching at Ohio State. So, like, he, he was nuts. But, like, he doesn't wow. count. Kelly Ulis counts. Like, that dude. Yeah, I know what you mean, yeah. Oh, Dang, my God. What about you? Wow. Uh, see, I have a, I have a go-to answer for this. And, and you know, I, I grew up, I played on the Adidas circuit. Um, you know, I played, I played two years on 17U. Um, and, you know, I played against a ton of people like, like Peyton Pritchard. I played against the Ball Brothers when they were, you know, when LaMelo was like 5'9". You know, they, they were out in Las Vegas. They had beaten like the Atlanta Celtics who had, you know, two high-level guys on the team. I think it was like Kobe Simmons and, uh, and uh, uh, what's the dude who went to Michigan State? um lang langford lang langford. he's been yeah, he was langford. hurt jeremy langford what did you say that again jeremy langford right jeremy yeah 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 probably um but yeah I, I played against uh those guys i played against um out there the same same tournament i played against bam and dennis smith jr they were on uh team loaded north carolina Ooh. um played against jalen hands played against um uh, a lot of guys but you know growing up we we, we were like the you know, we were the top team in the Adidas circuit and we were like, you know, nationally ranked in the, you know, top three teams pretty much because we had a great defense. Like all those guys struggled against us in, in those particular games. But there was there was literally one like ranked guy that there's, there's only been like one that really got off like against our team. And it was Romeo Langford. He gave us like oh, we beat them by like 25. And he, he gave us 30 – he gave us, like, 35 in, in the Adidas circuit. And we were trying everything to stop him. We were, like, a great defensive high school team. We used to really, like, you know, like, we used to have schemes and all types of stuff. Yeah. And, you know, we couldn't we couldn't do anything to stop him, man. He was doing it so effortlessly, too. I'm such a – I'm such a Romeo hater. I got to stick to my guns, even though I'm sure he's a nice Why, why is that? Because, like, I played against him in college, and he did nothing. I don't know. And yeah, he was yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You know, when he was coming into Indiana, like, everyone gave them, like, the Big Ten championship just because of this one yeah. guy. And I know he's the truth. Like, he's the – I get it. Like, he was great. Yeah. And he had, like, a thumb injury or something, too, in college. But, yeah, but yeah I'm yeah, just – he's, bat- he's been battling injuries for a while. But that's, like, I, a one dude I, I always – I always remember that. Yeah, no, I mean, I know how great he was. I just have too many – and Andrew knows. Like, we're from Chicago, and everybody from Chicago goes to Indiana. So like mm-hmm. we have so many friends that just worship the ground that he walked on. And, and so for that reason is why I just like, well, you, you get it. It's like, yeah, it's, no, like, I understand that. it's like Seth Towns. Yeah. Like you don't like Seth Towns, you know, Seth Towns. <laughs> I have no problems with Seth Towns. <laughs> <laughs> I got, I got one final question for you. Then we'll let you get out of here. So you're from yeah. Massachusetts. Do you know, Raphael Putney. Who went Raphael to- Putney. Yeah. He's a little, little, uh, that name older, sounds like familiar. 12 years older than him. <laughs> yeah, probably. No, that probably. name sounds familiar, though. I'm not, I can't put a finger. He played no. at UMass. He's in TBT. Great G League player. One of my favorite <laughs> oh, players in right. TBT. So I just thought maybe yeah. your paths would have crossed. But now I want you guys to play them in the first round. So be like, he, <laughs> he's, he's probably like two feet taller than you. And that's not like a, 
like a short really? yeah. he is yeah, the yeah. tallest person in the world well he's got like yeah. he's like seven foot with like a seven foot six wingspan like he just blocks everything wow yeah yeah that's but, crazy anyway all right man you got any other questions for us or should we let you go <laughs> no i didn't i didn't come prepare for it no but i appreciate you guys having me for real though thank you yeah absolutely this was a blast man this was we'll great though We'll have you back on here after you guys win that first game. We when we get to do in person stuff with you guys. We'll we'll have you back on. For sure. For sure. All right, see you man. Thanks. All right, yeah, thank you guys. Blocking out early, that's the dish I don't like. Been getting paid since I was riding on the bike. Hit the pedal with the eighth, hopping on the ninth flight. I've been chilling out of sight. I'll be at the bar tonight. Told the bartender, go and take my car to swipe. You try the same thing, but your car get declined. White rappers now with Busting through the pavement, rock with it, and lean with it. My team win it, my team win it. Now rock with it, and lean with it. My team turned up when I spit it. Now rock with it, and lean with it. My team win it, my team win it. Now rock with it, and lean with it. My team turned up when I spit it. Don't think that I'm playing because I'm saving the game, and I said that I will be more because oh yeah. So raving, racing, and pacing around all these lames in my lane, out my way, unless you're